episode 618. Talk to the Wallflowers. You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the Chief Visionary Officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. How are you and where are you, Ivan? Hi, Priscilla. So this week I am at a Transformational Leadership Conference uh, event in San Diego, California. Oh. Great. And so I'm, I'm there, and uh, I leave next week, I think, is going to be a uh, classic podcast, but uh, I leave straight from San Diego to Mumbai and Bangalore, India, so I'll be in India next week. Oh, wow. You're such a traveler. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I try to visit as many BNI regions as possible and meet as many BNI members as possible. And India, wow, India is just on fire for BNI. They're doing an amazing job, so I'm happy to go back. Oh, that's great. So this week's an unusual uh, topic, uh, talk to the wallflowers. Uh-huh. Tell us about it. Yeah. So I was recently talking about networking with a really good friend of mine, Dr. Mark Golston, who I'm, I'm pretty sure has, has been on a podcast or two. Uh, mm -hmm. Mark's a psychiatrist and consultant. He's been on my podcast before. And he said something to me uh, when we were talking that intrigued me. He said, people should always introduce themselves to the wallflower in the room. Now, I, I was thinking about that. I said, nobody, you know, I thought nobody attends a networking event wanting to stay in a corner and be left alone. Uh, and they're in that corner because the, 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 the most technically skilled people are often socially shy. And I started thinking, you know, you never know when you're going to meet the next Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I just thought that conversation with Mark was really interesting, and I and I started wondering have have I experienced that myself? And I, I realized that that Mark's comment really resonated with me because it reminded me of a time uh, a number of years ago. It was probably about maybe ten years ago when I was at a party uh, put on by Virgin Galactic, uh, uh -huh. you know Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic, and because I been to the island a couple of times and I, I was invited to this party put on by Virgin Galactic and it was relating to the testing of the White Knight 2, the mothership that will take the spaceship up high and then the spaceship launches from the mothership and goes into outer space. So I was at this party, a lot of amazing people, and I walked outside the party and I looked over in the corner by the pool and it was a party at someone's house. And there was a man standing by himself looking really uncomfortable and <laughs> very much out of his element. And then I noticed who it was. It was Bert Rutan, the founder of the aerospace company Scaled Composites and the designer of the Spaceship Two. And he was by himself at the party. There were hundreds of people celebrating the work of the company he founded. And they're you know, celebrating Virgin Galactic. And he's out by the pool uh, by himself in a corner. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> and so I thought, this is an opportunity I, I can't pass up. So I went up and I introduced myself to him. And I, I asked him, I said, uh, do you go to many of these events? And he looked at me and said, well, counting this one? And I said, yeah. He said, well, that would be one. <laughs> I was like, wow, so you've never gone to anything like this? He said, uh, no. I said, so why did you decide to go to this one? And he said, because Richard asked me to come. Richard being Richard Branson, and uh, yeah. the founder of Virgin Galactic. And although uh, Bert didn't seem very outgoing in this setting, uh, it was an amazing conversation that I was having, and and so uh -huh. I pushed on. And you got to understand, you know, uh, he's like an aerospace engineer, so definitely right. a techie, right? Uh, big Bang Theory nerd. Uh, but very knowledgeable and well-known. He's an icon in, in his industry. And I said to him, it must be incredible to see this amazing long-term vision come to fruition. And he said, well, actually, this isn't my long-term vision of what the, I think the company can do. And I said, I was really surprised. I said, really? So what's your long-term vision? He said, well, I believe the company can push forward past suborbital flights, which is what they are still working towards, is suborbital flights where they have uh, passengers who will go up in outer space. Be an astronaut, by the way, on a suborbital flight. You're an astronaut. You get FAA wing, uh, astronaut wings. He said, I think we can push past suborbital flights and expand to allow space tourists to do full orbital flights all the way around the Earth. And I kind of naively said at this point, that's an amazing long-term vision. And he said, um, yeah, that's not my long-term vision. <laughs> I was like, okay, so what's your long-term vision? <laughs> he said, well, he felt that the company could provide orbital flights to passengers who could then stay at a hotel in space for a short time. Now, at this point, I'm completely uh -huh. blown away. And once again, I said, that's an amazing long-term vision. And yet again, he said, <laughs> that's not my long-term vision. And at this point, I, you know, I'm all in. I'm completely fascinated with this, with this visionary. And so I asked, okay, so what is your long-term vision? And he said, I believe we can launch flights into orbit, stay at a hotel in space, and then take flights from that hotel around the moon and back. And that's my long-term mm -hmm, vision. Now, when I talked to Bert, uh -huh. it was he was probably in his late 60s, I'm guessing, when we had that conversation. And I, I asked him one more question softly, <laughs> gently. I said, when do you think that vision can become a reality? And he said, I think it can be done in my lifetime. So the British uh -huh. have a term for what I felt at that moment. I felt gobsmacked. I was utterly astounded uh -huh. by this man's vision. And I was incredibly honored to have had this opportunity to talk to him alone. Nobody else was standing there. He was, he was the epitome of a wallflower. You know, I founded yeah, the largest right. referral networking organization in the world, BNI. I've met tens of thousands of people during my tenure in BNI. And I can easily say that that was one of the most interesting conversations I ever had with someone at a party or at a networking event. Uh, Bert Rattan and, of course, Richard Branson's vision of what can be done. And now, Br Branson's definitely not a wallflower, but uh, their vision 
of what can be done through their entrepreneurial effort, efforts has, has left an indelible mark on me. And I think the important lesson here relates to Dr. Golston's belief that we should always look for the wallflowers in the room. Now, not all of them are going to be right. a Burt Rattan, but I've found that some of the most interesting ones uh, are well worth the conversation because they're coming from a perspective that, that I don't have, that other people don't have. No one's talking to them. They're generally very happy to have somebody come on up and say hi and, and have a conversation with them. And I would argue that every now and then, you just might walk up to a wallflower and meet a, a future Bill Gates or a Burt Rutan, and that that alone makes the effort of finding those wallflowers uh, all worthwhile. And that's my message for today, um, Priscilla. That's great. Uh, I love that that conversation. And you're a you're a bit of an introvert yourself, so you can identify with these wallflowers when you see them. I can, and you know, I talk about that. I, most people don't believe that. They're they're hearing you say that, and they're going, "Yeah, no, I'm not a, a a wallflower or an introvert." Uh, and, and if you go back, I don't know what podcast uh, it is, but uh, I talked about being a situational uh, extrovert, and. Uh, uh-huh. And let me, I'll, I'll look here as we're talking. Uh, I know I did a podcast on being a situational extrovert because I took a test because I thought I was an extrovert. And, and my wife was like, no, you're not, a, you're not an extrovert. Uh, podcast number 97, OMG, I'm an introvert. And uh, <laughs> it was really surprised to find that I'm what's called a situational extrovert. That if I'm talking about networking or something that I'm really excited about, I come across as an extrovert, but generally I'm an introvert. I mean, even think about BNI. I could have started an organization that was a big party, a big mixer uh, kind of network. But I, I developed a network that was people getting together every week, getting to know each other, building relationships, building trust. That's okay. that's more of an introvert. Uh-huh. It, it hit me over the head when when I took that test and found out that I was only a situational extrovert. So right. uh, I think the lesson here for BNI members mm-hmm. is. Have a conversation with those people who are quiet, um, because you, you, it yeah. might be a, you might find out some amazing things, because these wallflowers, these quiet people, are oftentimes, you know, they are engineers or programmers or uh, you know people with an incredible knowledge and expertise. They're just not real outgoing, and um, uh, they're, they're, I, I find them very interesting to talk to. So that, that's my message: BNI member, next BNI meeting, go find the wallflower. It's standing there with no one around them and have a conversation with them. I think you'll be glad you did. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Priscilla. So this podcast has a new sponsor. Go check out the great content available at ivansinnercircle.com where Ivan has assembled a wide array of topics and you are invited to participate. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.